This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. We got a massive game tonight. The best game of the Week 11 schedule. Might be the the best game of the year. Chiefs and the Eagles. But the main question is, how much Taylor Swift are we going to get on this broadcast. What are, what are the, did you the hear? Prop did you hear? The family's there? Did you hear? The families are meeting I each did. other? Did you hear? Did you hear? I don't I know did. if you heard that or not. I did. Uh, okay, I was making sure. It's been kept under wraps for a while. Yeah. So. Really well kept secret. Am I about to have the best game of the year ruined by this just side we show might. circus? We might. We might. It's on ESPN, right? It is. Like, it's all on ESPN to which is owned by Disney, either lean into this. Which is owned by Disney, who is a huge fan of Team <laughs> Either lean into this. And go Swift Vision 24-7 yeah. or do, like, I believe it was NBC a couple of weeks ago or maybe it was Thursday Night Football where they, like, we're going to mention it once and then we're just moving on. Oh, we're just yeah. not going to really show I, it. It had to be Thursday night because Al Michaels had no interest in talking about it. But do you think ESPN will do, like, ESPN will be their main broadcast, ESPN2 will be the main cast, and then... ESPN, ESPN News. U or something will ESPN be the Swift will cast. Be the Swift cast, right? <laughs> I don't know how that's not a thing. That's terrible. The terrible for them to not take advantage of that. Uh, I'm leaning towards the Chiefs in this game, though. It's I, in Kansas I, City. I kind of think that this is the game where the Chiefs kind of like they quiet. Everyone's th- saying that, oh, you've been too inconsistent. You've lost to Denver. You lost your season opener. You're well, not showing it on offense, and then they just say, we don't have to show it on offense. We can just beat anyone. Well, they're coming off their bye. Right. So Reed is immaculate coming off of Coming bye, off right? their bye after playing in London. Right, and they're or home. in Frank. It was in Frankfurt, Germany. Frankfurt, yeah. They're at home. They're against the Eagles, a tough opponent. Right. But isn't this kind of when teams like the Chiefs, who are in the midst of a dynasty, right. they know what time of mm-hmm. year it is. They know... Week before Thanksgiving, let's start to shift into fourth gear now, and let's start to push towards this. Um, I think coming off of a bye week, not only do they have a big game tonight, probably a close game because the Eagles are great too, but a big win tonight for the Chiefs. They roll and roll and roll and roll and down the stretch. I mean, you got Raiders, you got Packers, Bills at home, Patriots, Raiders, Bengals at home, Chargers, roll and roll and roll and. They could very realistically be a 15-2 and two football team get, if they get past the game yeah. tonight against the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winning out is definitely a possibility It always for the is Chiefs. So, I don't care how shaky things seem. And I also think that the Eagles, despite losing the game tonight and then having Bills and Niners and Cowboys and Seahawks, it might get a little hairy with them and the Lions and maybe the Cowboys for the one seed, but I bet you they'd get more big wins than they lose in that stretch of tough games and, and really assert their dominance as the NFC's best team. Uh, really, I, I I don't see the Eagles losing at home to the Bills or the Niners just because they're at home. It's just as simple as that with that team. To me. me, the only loss that would surprise me is a Chiefs blowout because they don't blow teams out. The Eagles can put up the points. More more specifically, I just don't think the Eagles are the caliber to get blown out in a right. game like this, where and it's I think, such a big, big, big matchup. MVP, like people are saying winner could be MVP, Hertz or, or Mahomes. In a year where MVP is wide open right now. I think the only, I mean, that would be the only outcome that would surprise me. What outcome, blowout loss, close loss, close win, uh, blowout win, 
would change your opinion on either of these teams. I think it would still be a blowout win by the Chiefs just because you're looking at them saying they are unbeatable. Whereas the Phil- you look at Philly saying if they get blown out, sure, they are they got blown out, but they can still beat anybody. They just had a bad week against the Chiefs, maybe. If the Eagles win the game like 17-10, to 10, if it's really low scoring, I'll be like, Chiefs, what's going on? I know that's a good Eagles defense, but... But you've been saying that all, all season. I... I, I... Hopefully I don't jinx anything. I don't I don't I think, think we're my... headed towards a like 34-31 type game tonight oh, where that. it's just amazing. I don't think I, do you feel that at all? Or do you I, think no, it's gonna be a, a dud like some of these big games? I are? don't know if it's gonna be a dud, but it might be something a little bit more conservative. These teams don't strike me as let's be conservative. No, but like, I mean, still, I mean, Mahomes was up to a 21 to nothing lead at halftime and then didn't score a single exactly. point against in the second half against Miami. So you might see like a 24-17 game, which isn't a dud. It's just not as exciting as the Super Bowl was last year. No. And it's hard to compare it to the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl was, what, the second highest scoring Super Bowl in, in, history. in history? I do think the over on Kelsey for yardage and maybe a touchdown is, whatever it is, it's probably too low. You think so? With Mama, with Mama with Swift, whole, with the whole Swift clan the whole in the house, family, both sides of oh, the family. Boy. Jason Kels going up against Big Brother. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you know, you got bragging rights at the table between you and your brother. Yeah, and, how's that podcast ta- gonna go this and week? Taylor's coming into things. Is Taylor going over to Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, yeah, I, I mean, have it, no that's idea. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got a lot of bragging rights here. So I think Kelsey, J. Uh, Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. is going to have a big game. I, I can't take over under pancake box for Jason. But I'm sure I, I would he's take the have over. A great he's, game. Yeah, yeah, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal player. Uh, Sunday's action. Really boring kind of a slate. But when the, the slates are exciting when, when the slates yeah. are boring, games that you didn't expect to be Can excited be good, will right. be really exciting. Uh, case in point, Bears Lions. Uh, right. Looked like it was just a ho hum game for the Lions on paper. Like it looked like oh whatever, just move on and. Get a quick eight and two record under our belts, but they found themselves down twenty six to fourteen, with just about four minutes and fifteen seconds left in the fourth quarter. Jacob, doesn't that tell you a little bit about the lines, though? And I know people will do the thing like, "Oh, you almost lost to the Bears. You're not real. You were at home." Jared Goff threw three interceptions. He's going to do that in a playoff game, and they're going to lose in the first round, and they're still going to be cursed. And the longest playoff win drought continues. The fact that they were down by twelve points with under five minutes to go, almost four mm-hmm. minutes to go, and they won the football. It game, looked. It looked over. That really shows me. That this Lions team is for real. For real. Because how Despite, many times because, did you see the Steelers when they were in contending form with the Killer Bees kind of play with their food, mm-hmm. fall into a real deep hole, but then win and then the win end. the game in the end? That's why you respected them. Because even though they may have fallen into the trap of the trap games early, they still pulled out the wins. That's what the Lions are doing this year. The Bears at one point in this game had a 98.2% win probability. In the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And the Lions were able to... They had a 2% chance to win the game at some point, and they ended up winning the game. Uh, Jared Goff did throw for three interceptions, but he also threw for two tutties, and he had mm-hmm. 240 yards through the air and helped guide them on the comeback. A big 32-yard pass to Jameson Williams to really spark things. Uh, the Lions, at every turn, impressed me this season. And, again, you might look at that and say, well, they almost lost to the Bears, though vulnerable. I look at that and say... Yeah, but they didn't lose to the Bears. They came back and made sure there wasn't that black eye on their resume. And, by the way, 
like I said, they got to do. Just stay. Hi. Hello, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I'm waving at you from the right. Room. Just stay right, right, right there. there. Just right behind them. And if Philly loses tonight. They have the same record. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the tiebreaker goes. Probably conference play or but conference record. Pro- or record against common opponent. Yeah. Something like that. But by the way, we at don't this have, point, we don't even have to worry about it because guess what? That NFL playoff machine is up and up running. And running. Jacob's loving it. He's playing all day. <laughs> but at, I texted you as soon as more I saw it. At up. this point, you'll worry about tiebreakers later. You're eight and two, and they're eight and two. Yeah, what and there's matter? a lot of game left you're, to go. You're you're looking at a if not the one seed at the minimum the two seed. Why can't the Seahawks beat the Rams? Don't know. Is it just, just one of those teams? It's got to be the bogey team, right? Does it give you any pause on Seattle, or is it no. like they won't I play mean, the Rams in the playoffs? We, so who cares? Jalen or Jalen? Geno Smith was hurt for a bit. Came back though for the final. Kenneth drive. Walker was completely ineffective against the Rams. Um, it's I, I, I gotta chuck it up to because they've now lost five games on the year. They're six and five. The Rams? No, the the Seahawks, Seahawks are six and four now. Six and four. Yeah. Okay, take away the Rams. They're a six and two team. I know they can't beat the Rams. It's the weirdest thing. But that division. So I can't. I can't really look at that as saying that they're a bad team. That division has weird like coaching yeah, match. Like McVeigh right. owns Carroll and like. And Shanahan owns owned McVay ex- until the playoff no, McVay game. Owned- no, Shanahan owned oh, right, McVay right, 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 until right. that AFC Championship mm-hmm. play or NFC Championship playoff game right. when Stafford finally got past them. So they all kind of have each other's number a little bit. Um, Seattle, though, I mean, they're looking at a six and five hole because they got a big game against the Niners on Thanksgiving night. Yeah, it's huge. And you already you told me this off air. They're already seven point dogs in that game, right? And, and you know what they did too by not being able to beat the Rams. They really put a, a a nail in the coffin of can they win the NFC West? Yeah, because the Niners, After the Niners, the Niners won, slipped right. up and gave them a chance, and you gave it right back by not being able to beat the Rams. Yeah, they lost the two other teams the Seahawks have lost to, the Bengals when they had Joe Burrow, yeah, and that was in Cincy, right? And then the Ravens also in Baltimore, we, which we no know NFC team ever beats no, the Ravens, especially so. a West Coast NFC team. That's actually, if the Ravens go to the Super Bowl, I'd probably put a big bet on them to win the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Well, a lot of people are doing that. Actually. Uh, I mean, if they get there, though, because the right. NFC just cannot play him. Uh, so, Seahawks drop into the Rams. Um, surprising. They were only like a one-point favorite, though, so I think people were kind of sniffing out the matchup problems that they were going to mm-hmm. have with the Rams. It doesn't get easier for them, but I still think Seattle's a playoff team. And they still had a chance to win the game. They had a chance to make a field goal at the end to win, uh, and they blew it. The Niners just torched the Buccaneers, so as far as the NFC West is concerned, they got back on track. A bit surprised that the Chargers lost to the Packers in Lambeau. I thought yeah. that you know this was going to be the the Chargers were four and five heading into that game. Well, if Quentin Johnson knows how to catch a ball, they maybe win. I thought that they would get to five and five, right? Like I thought that they'd be like, okay, our season's really really over if we drop this game to four and six. This is a winnable game. We are f- favored to win a road game in the NFL. And they dropped to four and six. I don't mind it because you know I don't believe in the Chargers. But but it also doesn't that give you a better idea of who the Chargers really are? They're right at the same level as Jordan Love and the Packers. Well, it, they have the exact same record. It also remind it. I also like it because it eliminates someone from the wild card sure. crowd. If they were five and five, that'd be another team that you kind of have to worry about. So you expect them to miss the playoffs this year? Four and six. Now they're done. Yeah, that's one playoff appearance for Justin Herbert. In four years, Get, they're gonna, they gotta fire Staley before you even begin yeah. to criticize. Yeah, no, it's, it's all on Staley for sure. But yeah, I mean, they got the Ravens next week. They still have to play the Broncos, the Bills. They have to play the Broncos twice. The Bills, the Chiefs. They're gonna lose yeah, nine they're games. Out. They're gonna they're lose out. nine games. Mm-hmm. They're out. 
Um, nine ge- nine wins doesn't even get you into the playoffs this year no, for the AFC. But they ain't even gonna get there. No, that's what I'm saying. You're saying nine losses, nine wins doesn't get you there. Uh, how about the get right game from the Jags? Yeah. Not they not only did they need to throttle the Titans, but Trevor Lawrence had to have a big day, and he did. It, what two touchdown passes, two rushing touchdowns, both, both of them to Calvin Ridley, who also needed to have a big day. Right. Had a seven catch, 103 yard performance for two tutties. Um, wow, it's funny. Trevor Lawrence threw for two tutties in this game, and Will Levis threw for two tw- touchdowns too. So Will Levis is now thrown for two touchdowns in a game more. Than I Kenny think now Pickett that has. puts him ahead of Kenny Pickett because I think he had one in between the six, the four game, and the two mm-hmm. gamer that he had. Yeah, that makes sense. So he's been playing for three weeks. He's more touchdowns than our quarterback. Through 11 Ooh. games. Or through 10 games, rather. I told you that Cardinals game was going to be a little tight. Did I not? I mean, a little tight. But, I mean, Houston is a little damn tight. impressive. They, I mean, they overcame. They were up 21 to 10 They at some overcame point. three interceptions. CJ Shroud is, I mean, deserving of a lot of credit. But one of the things he was getting so much praise for was that he wasn't turning the ball over. Had three interceptions in that game. Yeah, you know how he made up for it? 336 yards right. and two touchdowns. Right. That's what a that that's why you can't be afraid to use the middle of the field and push it down the field because great quarterbacks know I can win games even if I do throw three right. interceptions. Uh Cowboys they are amazing when they play bad teams. I mean they just tomato can mm-hmm. them. I mean it's just an easy win 33 mm-hmm. to 10 over the Panthers. And then how about the Dolphins getting a win but not a get right kind of game. No. Only scoring 20 points against the Raiders. Yeah, and there was a time where you really thought the Raiders were in threats to win that game. I mean, Devontae Adams had that really good touchdown early on. Tyreek Hill got busted up at some point. This isn't the excuse me. This isn't the same Dolphins team that we saw throughout the first three to four weeks of the season. Oh, I don't think so either. I think they're mega vulnerable. I think they're mm-hmm. kind of a soft team. That's why I was never really scared about the Steelers. You know, going up against them in the playoffs in a matchup because yeah, they could put forty up on you. But I don't know if they're consistently ready to do that uh, at this point. Sunday night football was the Broncos and the Vikings. Broncos come from behind victory. Great drive by Russell Wilson at the end. Him and Cortland Sutton hooked up for a big fourth down conversion and then they, on the touchdown grab. Uh, great pass or great catch, I should say, by Sutton on that play. Yeah. Josh Jobs gets his first L as a starter in Minnesota. They're six and five. I still think the Vikings have a good shot, though, to scratch into the playoffs in the NFC. But Denver, there's always this team, yeah. and they don't always end it's up. It's not usually Denver. Well, they don't always end up completing the road. They don't always end up mm-hmm. pulling it off and getting into the playoff. But they did it. But they bounce back to five hundred. Always a team that at least surges and kind of mm-hmm. makes you go, oh, maybe Denver. And if they can beat the Browns at home next week. And then the Texans on the road the week after, and they get to seven and five, they would have dropped the Texans to five losses at the very least as well. Mm-hmm. They'll be in the, in the playoff yeah, picture right. potentially, mm-hmm. not not just in the have, hunt. They will be. In. They would have only five losses over the Texans and, then and the Browns. Tie- right, right, right. So they will be most likely in the playoff if they can win their next two games in a row. That's a tough task. The Browns' defense is going to be tough, but they get them at home. And then the game in Houston uh, against C.J. Stroud. They, even if they lose that and go to 6-6, six and six, they still might be alive. But I, I think if I'm Peyton and if I'm Russell Wilson, I'm looking at things and I'm saying, we're 5-5 five and five right now. 10-7 and seven probably gets you in. We have mm-hmm. to go 5-2 and two at the very least down the stretch. Mm-hmm. We can afford two losses. And then you maybe don't get another thing. Put it this way. 
if we lose one more game down the stretch, we're in. There's no way 11-6 and six isn't good enough. But I, I have to imagine they're kind of hitting the reset button at 500 right now and saying a 5-2 and two record down the stretch gives us a very good chance of getting in. Yeah, it's just the way that team started off compared to where they are now, especially against the Vikings, who were on a hot streak of their own with this upstart quarterback, Josh Dobbs, to really turn things around. Where do they rank right now in the playoffs for the AFC? They are the 10th seed. I'm telling you, man, the AFC is going to come down. I mean, it always does every year. But it's going to come down to between Houston, Pittsburgh. I don't think Buffalo is going to be a serious, serious we'll, contender. We'll see how this. You schedule. can't discount them. Buffalo, Indy, and Denver. Well, I'm I mean, saying is, I'm what I'm saying is the AFC is not the way you thought it would be because you thought the Bengals would be up there, you thought the Chargers would be up there, you thought the Jets would be up there because of Aaron Rodgers. But there's still ten teams deep right now. And Denver compared kinda, to the AFC, which is barely seventeen. Big picture wise, with Denver, they mm-hmm. were showing the new ownership group in the box last night during the game. Condoleezza Rice was in there, part of it, but it was looking real bad for them. They put so much money into this quarterback. They put so much mm-hmm. money into this head coach, and the quarterback looked like he was a lemon, and the head coach looked like the game might have passed him by a little bit. Now, even if you fall short this year on your comeback, you go into next year. 100% sure that Russell Wilson is your starting quarterback and that Sean Payton is the right head coach for the team moving forward. So uh, this year might be a lost year because of the slow start, but man. I don't know, you, though. You, uh, no, it might not be. It might streak. not be. Yeah. I'm just saying, even if it doesn't end up with a playoff berth, you have okay. to be relieved to just say well, it's not as bad as we thought it was. Like and, I'm and looking, Next year we should make the playoffs. You were talking about getting to 7-5 and five at home against the Broncos or against the Browns. On the road against the Texans. Just in a vacuum, sure, but look at the rest of their schedule. The Chargers. Uh, Sean Bain can outcoach Brandon Saley. The Lions on the road probably lost. The Patriots are no threat. You play the Chargers again and the Raiders. And that game is in the last week of the season. They could easily win that game. What if the Broncos are 7-6 and six heading into that Lions game, though? They could be playing like their lives depend on it. They could beat Detroit in Detroit. Right. The Denver is a good football team, I think. The way that they're playing right it's now, it's just so weird that they like they lost by three, se- they lost seventy to twenty, and now they're a good football yeah, team. Yeah, after that loss, there was that report that said Denver is willing to trade anybody on their defense. Say get rid of anyone. We don't care. We don't. We don't care about any of them. They were so willing to quit so early on. And then how about this? Ever since giving up seventy points, they gave up twenty eight against the Bears, but they won that game. They gave up thirty one against the Jets, so not great. But then. They give up 19 points to the Chiefs in a loss. They mm-hmm. give up 17 points in a win to the Packers. They give up nine points to the Chiefs in a win, 22 to the Bills, and 20 to the Vikings. You got to really credit the turnaround of that defense. Yeah, I mean, right there, look, even though they've only won four in a row, but extend that five games back. They lost to the Chiefs, but it was a close game, 8-19. to 19. They beat the Packers, whatever, not that impressive. You beat the Chiefs, you beat the Bills on the road, and you beat the Vikings. Who were hot. Minnesota right. was hot. Rolling into that game, so I mean the Bills right now aren't a playoff team, but they have been every year since Josh Allen has come into the league, and you thought they were going to be again this year. Dorian Thompson Robinson's got to go on the road next week. Russell Wilson's playing really well. Broncos are a two point favorite. I'm seeing right now. I don't think it's out of the question that they beat the Browns and get to six and five and win five straight. It's crazy that a five and five Denver team 
is favored. It's favored against the seven and three Browns. But team. it's true, yeah. and I think it's the right thing to do if you're a handicapper. Do you think they're favored in that game if Deshaun Watson plays? Is healthy? I, maybe just because of how good Denver's playing, and it's a home game for the Broncos. Yeah, and even a healthy Deshaun Watson is not sniffing how Russell Wilson. No, been playing I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not saying that I think he's a difference maker. I'm just thinking odds wise. Do you think the general consensus It'd is? It'd probably be even. Yeah. Maybe a pick em kind of game. Maybe the Browns would have been favored by a point. The one game we didn't mention, you mentioned the Jets a little bit, but uh, with Aaron Rodgers and how we expected them to be a part of things, they got blasted by yeah. the Bills. And I, and I know Buffalo, oh, you beat the Jets. Congrats. 32 points, though, against that, Bill, that uh, Jets defense. That's pretty. Impressive from the Bills. Josh Allen had a three-touchdown, one-interception game. That's kind of the Bills that we've known and loved, but they didn't do enough when the schedule was light in the early portions right. of the season, and now they they're really the going to have to go crazy. They the third toughest schedule for the rest of the way. Eagles, Chiefs, both on the road. Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, and then Dolphins on the I mean, it might be too little too late, but... If they shock the world and win, say, Chiefs-Eagles these next two weeks, they're right back in the driver's seat. Yeah, I mean, of course. If you beat the one seed in each conference, then you're going to be absolutely respected. I'm looking at the playoff picture right now for the AFC. You mentioned it a little bit. So you got the—at loss, dropped the Steelers two spots in the standings yesterday. Uh, they were the—they've been the five seed for, like, four weeks in yeah, a row. Yeah, when you're in the Steelers' position— and you've been sitting at the five seed, and you see what one loss does to you, that really makes you question the sustainability aspect to it. Is it sustainable? I was, of course, when they were winning, I was willing to say yes. But after seeing the loss, you have to say no, because you see how damaging that one loss can be. So KC's obviously in first. They're 7-2. and two. The Ravens have more wins than the Chiefs, but they have an extra loss. Uh, so they're the two seed, the seven seed, or the three seed is the Jaguars at seven and three. Same record for the Dolphins in the four seed and the five seeded Browns are also seven and three. And then your six seed are the Texans, and your seventh seed is the Steelers, obviously, with the Texans having the tiebreaker over Pittsburgh. Buffalo is six and five, so they have the same amount of wins as Houston. Um, just waiting to see what happens with the Steelers when the Bills have their bye week. But the Bills have five conference losses already, so they're. They're in yeah, trouble they're, when it comes to yeah. the tiebreaker for Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and Houston in that race. And then your group of five and five teams are the Colts, the Broncos, and the Bengals. The Raiders are five and six. I think you can cut it off at the Bengals. I think you can cut it off before the Bengals. No, I don't. No, 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 because Denver's still alive and the Indy's still alive. You can't cut it off before the Bengals. Like the Bengals, are they are they ahead right now? Denver's in front of the Bengals. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Denver's Sorry, I was just saying of that group, cut it off. I give you ten. I give you ten, including Denver and Indy, but not Cincinnati. I give you one, two, three, four, five. I give you a six-team wild card race right now for three spots: Cleveland, Houston, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Indy, and Denver. Those six teams are fighting, yeah, for three spots. In yeah, the not Cincy, not Vegas, not the Chargers, and all six of those teams can make it. All six of them have a real good. Yeah, shot. the one I I just don't know about enough is Indianapolis. They play. The Buccaneers next week at home can win that one, and they're coming off their bye. Yeah, so can win that one. Then they got the Colts, or they got the Titans on the road. Titans. They could look... lose that one though. Right. That's the thing about Indies. I, I don't think that you they're trust them. good enough to yeah. just win every game. Bengals on the road. Yeah, you could lose. You could, could win, lose but, you, that one. but it's Jake Browning. So I mean, yeah, 
then the Steelers game. Uh-huh. Then you got and the that's f- that's in Indy, right? Yep. Yeah. Then you got the Falcons on the road. Could lose. See, I just there's not a game here where I've said, yeah, the Colts are winning that one. Colts Raiders at home. One. Okay. Houston at home to wrap up the yeah, season. Yeah, I don't. I mean, what, what was the one game they have next week? The Bucks at home. That's the one game I'm looking at. Like, okay, they still can, they could still lose it. Right. So yeah. I don't know. Like they're in it, but I don't. I don't know if I fully trust them enough to get enough wins to get to like ten or even nine. No, they probably scare me the least of that group yeah. of six. Yeah. And then in the NFC, you got the Eagles in first place at eight and one, but the Lions right on their heels. If the Eagles lose tonight, they'll both be eight and two. San Fran's at seven and three in third seed. The five or the four seeded is the five and five New Orleans Saints. Someone's got to win that division. Dallas is the five seed at seven and three, and then six and four Seattle at six. And six and five Minnesota at seven. How about the eighth place team, Jacob, in the NFC right now is the four and six Green Bay Packers. Four. I, I, if you're not in the NFC South and have a chance to catch the Saints, Buccaneers and Falcons are four and six. Saints are five and five. I think we have our playoff teams. I'm with you. I mean, how, you don't expect the Green Bay Packers to magically turn around, right? I don't think the Rams are, are going to string things together. I mean. Cardinals. After yesterday, I don't expect the Commanders, who could have been five and six right in the hunt. I don't expect them after getting blown out by what's that kid's name? The, Tommy the, DeVito. John, Tommy DeVito. I don't expect the 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 Commanders to turn things around. No, it, there's one spot up for grabs in the NFC, and it's the South, and it's the Saints, right. the Falcons, it, and the Bucks. It's a four way tie. It's three a way. it's a four way three way because yeah, the Panthers are way yeah, out yeah, right. of it, but. Three-way race. I, I did check out the playoff machine before we get to that. The one seed is going to be Philadelphia's no matter what happens tonight. If they lose, they still get the tiebreaker over. Yeah. Well, that would make sense because they're 6-0 and in conference and the Lions are 5-1 and in conference. So Yeah, wins tiebreaker over Detroit based on win percentage in conference games. So yeah. the line, the Eagles still in front of the Lions. But like I said, you still want them to be 8-2. I mean— like, if the next week happens, next week is Thanksgiving. We know the Lions are going to beat the uh, the Packers at home, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to be juiced up in that game. Next week, it is the Eagles and the Bills. That's what I mean. Like you're yeah, giving if the Bills if the Bills somehow pull it off, the Lions are your ones. And if I'm Detroit, I'm also thinking like the Eagles still have to go to Dallas. You know what I mean? So there's definitely chances for the Eagles to drop a game, uh, but there's also chances for the Lions to drop a game. I just think I it's saw- amazing that we're in Week 12 and we know six of the seven playoff teams, it's just who's going to win the South. And it's not even like, is there a team in the hunt to, or two teams in the hunt to, <laughs> to either rotate Green Bay for that seventh seed? It's, it's either just, Green Bay or the Rams, and I don't trust the either. No, one. it's just which team, which of the bad teams in that NFC South division are going to be not bad enough to actually win the division. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings just need to take care of business against like the Bears. they mm-hmm. got to beat the Packers when they play them, and they should mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah, and I did see about Detroit, after they won yesterday, it's their best ten game start since like nineteen sixty two or the something. Browns at seven and three and the Lions at eight and two are like that's the best that these teams have ever yeah. started, I think. It, it, well for, I don't know about the Browns, but I know for the Lions it's been the best ten game start in like the last sixty years. Oh, man. Sixty years, and, Tom. And I'm so ha- I really hate the Browns, so I don't yeah. I hope they go. No, you're just all in on the but Lions. But I'm so happy for the Lions. Those fans deserve We had it, said last year Browns fans the don't Steelers deserve anything. and the Lions the Steelers are a completely different team this year now. But last year the Steelers and the Lions were that one team that you wanted to get into the playoffs just because you believed in them. And the Lions seem to be a good you want to talk about sustainable winning? That's what the Lions are doing. That's what the Lions are doing. 
Gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Akershire Stadium, the Grove City Premium Outlets, or at the Tanger Outlets, or you visit online at shop.steelers.com. We're going to be back again tomorrow. Big Bengals-Steelers breakdown coming your way early in the week. Mm-hmm. So we got some turkey to eat later oh, yeah. in the week. Oh, yeah. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. We'll talk to you later on the Steelers Standard.